like clockwork, ladies and gentlemen. We are back with another episode of Bro Sapiens Podcast. We got a fantastic show coming up with some good Halloween talk, some shit about aliens, some talk about ghosts. Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about ghosts in the past. We'll try not to recycle shit. We'll try to keep it new and brand new and speak in span. Hip to the game. That's right, baby. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing good, dude. Just came in. Got reamed over there at the truck stop getting some diesel. You got reamed? Yeah, dude. By getting by the pump. <laughs> oh, fuck. I thought you meant like something. Damn, dude. 128 bucks. Woo! And it wasn't empty. Woo! Just below a quarter. That's yeah, And it's funny, too, because people are, wabbing, are, are, are ranting and raving about it went down. Like, I, th- I think it was like 495 for unleaded. <laughs> for diesel, it's like 599 If you go to a truck stop out of the way to save... Money, you know? Yeah. It's ridiculous, dude. It's crazy, man. That's scary within itself. That's a perfect conversation for Halloween. Mm-hmm. I saw this uh I saw this post, I think it's kinda of going viral. But it was uh it was an idea for pumpkins, pumpkin carving. Yeah. And then it said the scariest Halloween pumpkins you'll ever see. And it was like it was like the check engine light, the temperature light, <laughs> That's the, so the tire true, dude. light. That check engine light is scary. And I don't know what the other one was, but there was four of them. And then going back to diesel, dude, if you get a check engine light and a diesel, that's fucking, your heart drops. You're Ooh. like, oh, no, because with the diesel, it's not like you can just drive it like that. That shit might be breaking down within the next mile, you know, yeah. on the diesel. So it's scary when it comes to those, especially when these mecha- diesel mechanics are charging two to $300 an hour. So that's a basic charge for a diesel mechanic so it's like damn that that's definitely the scariest pumpkin you could think of <laughs> yeah it's fucking crazy dude it's it's really expensive for diesel mechanics i mean when i used to work at the landfill just to have those guys come out i was like i i would always ask like how much they charge and shit and it's it's so much dude i'm assuming those guys get paid good money Oh, like the cat, the ones that come from like Caterpillar or Cat or Quinn Cat, whatever. Yeah, we used to have uh, uh, Switzer, Switzer the best. Diesel Repair, and yeah, Jason was good. He was Switzer's fucking, great. He was so fucking funny. There's a guy I don't know if he still works there, but his name was uh, Jason. He was so fucking funny. He was hella dope too. He was he was, he was so fucking smart, dude. Easy to work with too, huh, Switzer? Mm, yeah, I guess so. I mean, Jason was like, if you don't know him. He'd fucking trip you out. I'd be like, dude, is this food for real? Yeah. Like, why is he saying? Because like, he's heavy with the fucking shit talking, dude. Oh, yeah. No, he's straight to the point. He's kind of blunt about everything. Yeah, he's heavy with the shit talking. kind of like that, though. I feel like that's what America needs a little more of that, dude. Yeah. Especially this new generation. That's what they need, bro. They need someone just to tell them, like they say, cut and dry. Tell them how it is, and that's the way it is. If you don't like it, call someone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, to the wrong person, you might he might offend because he's like... Like with the, like with me and shit and everybody else, he was like, "Oh, you fucking Mexicans with your fucking tacos," like <laughs> like just like said. But he, he was cool though. He was like, he wasn't like trying to be racist about it. You know, he was just fucking break the ice. Yeah, he was fucking around. I never took it serious. I mean, he taught he taught me a lot of shit. He taught me some tricks and shit. And I was like, dude, this was fucking cool as fuck. And like, he would always like ask for help and shit. He'd be like, "Hey, come help me real quick." And then da, 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 da. he was cool though, but it just depends. I don't know. Like you can't. Some people are just way too sensitive these days. Of course. Yeah. Well, like I said, especially with this generation, they need a little more of that, dude. Someone to kind of put them in their place and show them that it's not that serious. Like. Yeah. Well. Some things are, but you can tell when they, they need they need a they need someone to teach them how to differentiate when someone's joking. Yeah. Whether it be harsh or not, and when someone's being. 
what they would call today racist with everything, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, everything's so sensationalized with kids, you know? These kids who are in, you know, eight, who are like 19 to 22 and stuff, and 22, 23, 24 and below. I mean, they just, they're just so different, bro. Like, they're, they're so fragile, dude. Like, it's just everything is, there, there's always something. There's always some kind of diagnosis for everything. You know, there's just, mm-hmm. there's no sense of dealing with, there's no sense of dealing with life and how it, how it is and how it's going to come. You yeah. know, I feel bad for them. They got a rude awakening coming for them because it's like everything that they've been through is like, oh shit, like I was, I was abused and I had no idea. It's like, no, nah, you really weren't. You know, you really weren't. You're just, you're grabbing a situation and turning it into something to not, you know, be accountable for what you need to do to get shit done. Yeah. Once they explain it to you, you're like, I don't know if that's the way you're saying it is, but if that's what everyone's telling you it is, then I guess I can't tell you any different. And good luck trying to get them out of that headspace because you're wrong. Not happening. Yeah. Yeah. You're, they're not wrong. You're wrong. And I feel like that shit's missing, bro. Like, yeah. I feel like a lot of kids nowadays, like, don't, there's no room for a civil discourse. No. Nothing whatsoever. You can't even agree to disagree anymore. Nope. Yeah. You're, you're a bigot. You're wrong. You know, you're part of that shit. Like you're enable, you're an enabler. You're racist. Yeah. Some the biggest one, shit. dude. Bro, when I was in school, which wasn't that long ago, I mean, it's pretty long now, but like our, we had a history teacher. And she used to close the door on us and used to say, all right, we're going to debate stuff. The first person who starts getting like hella out of pocket and getting all heated, we're going to stop debating. So we used to keep our emotions in check. We didn't even realize the big favor she was doing for us. She was teaching us, dude. She was teaching us how to keep our emotions in check. Mm-hmm. She was teaching us how to how to have a healthy debate. And we didn't even realize it at the time, you know, because when you're in it, you don't see it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that's great, especially how they. Yeah, I remember that in your senior, they make you do that, right? They make you have like a, they have like a debate team, and you debate back and forth, and figure yeah. out why you're wrong, and if you are wrong, or if you are right, prove your point, and show us how. Like I said, but we used to debate some heavy topics, dude. We used to debate teen pregnancy, abortion. Oh yeah, um, I remember doing those. Religion, uh, all kinds of shit. Socialism, death penalty. I remember it was like a good the one death penalty. We we used to some crazy shit, some hella crazy shit, and yeah, right, dude, you can't do that anymore. No, that shit's gonna be fucking, you know. It's like these kids, bro. It's like you you can't tell them anything because then it's like, oh, you're an enabler. Like you don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. It's like I've been abused. Like you even fucking know. It's like, bro, <laughs> not just abuse, but like also like everybody's against them. Yeah. And, yeah, and to be fair, some of them it might be true, you know, but for the most part, some of them you're like, I don't know if that's what you're saying. It is, dude. You're kind of it's some. It seems like I'll say sixty percent of these cases of when they're trying to prove something, it's, mo- it's usually like a stretch. They're just stretching for something. Yeah. It's like not really, dude. No, yeah, that's abuse happens every day, mentally, physically, and sexually. It does, of course, but you know, it's like sometimes some of these things that happen. Um, it's crazy how, it's crazy how, how interested they are in like making other people aware of it. And it's like, I don't know. It's, it's just so shocking to me. It's like, I don't know. Everybody deals with things differently. Right. But I just seen people that have been through it 
And having gone through it myself in a in a sense, I didn't have time to like be fucking let, let, telling people how I felt. No, because I was so caught up in my own prison. Yeah, I man, I kind of had the same same way. You know, yeah. everybody deals with it differently, but you know, it's a trip. It always seems like the people who really suffer from it. And I apologize if I ruffle some feathers or or trigger some people. Trigger warning: you've been warned. Go ahead, click out if you if you need to right now. Three. Two, one, fuck it. You're staying, so you're listening. So here's the thing, bro. Like the majority of people that what is the common what is the common thing that you see all the time? Like I use this as an example, Jace Prescott, Dak Prescott's brother. It's always the situation he ended himself. You know, it's always the situation that we didn't know. You know what I mean? Like we didn't know. He we would have never you know, he had, he had mentioned it, you know, we tried to, we talked about it, but that's as far as it got, you know, those people that are really going through it, bro. Like they just don't know, they yeah. don't know how to get help and stuff. And like they get help and they feel like it's not enough. You know, it's like, that's why it's important to talk to those people, bro. Like you see somebody and I'm all right. Like we've said before, we've said that before and we'll say it again. Like that motherfucker is not all right. No, I'm not okay. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. It's not, it's not. And it's, and it's a trip that. No, yeah. It's a trip, bro. Like I'm going to be, I'm going to be straight honest, fool. Like when I was dealing with my shit, I had social media, bro. I didn't have time to be posting, mm-hmm. you know, oh, this is me. Look at this. Look at this. This is what I'm going through. Just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I don't have time. I didn't have, dude, I was so wrapped up in my in my head that was a prison for me i was like i was stuck inside of a prison in my head which was a which was a a room filled of darkness with fucking bloody bars that i couldn't get out of dude it's entrapped and and it's like i didn't fuck man looking back at it now and at the beginning of this shit i did a whole podcast on it bro like when i was doing this shit on my own before i fucking knew how to do the audio and it was all shitty and stuff it's like bro like that shit wasn't that shit was a nightmare dude I didn't have time to be posting shit like, but I see it across the board, bro. Like, like I get it. Like you want to post for awareness, you know, I understand that shit, but like, bro, I didn't want to talk to anybody, bro. Like, no, yeah. Yeah. I think a lot, I think most people get to go through the headspace, whether some people don't want to talk about it or not, but it happens. Yeah. I think almost every single person, sometimes, like I said, sometimes the people that need the most help would be like, that doesn't happen to me. I never feel that that's not true. Yeah, you know, because they, they're trying to convince themselves, but like, it's all right, bro. Yeah, it's cool, bro. We know, we know you're going through it, and it's cool. It happens. Just, like I said, just don't try to ruminate and stay there, because when you stay there and ruminate, that's when it leads to other things. You yeah. start getting intrusive thoughts, and intrusive thoughts take over. Then it takes over your day, takes over your week, takes over your month, half a year, and then you know it just keeps progressing. So you have to kind of keep it at bay. It's yeah. hard when you're in it, but. Good thing is when you, you just s- gotta cope with it. Yeah, I think I think that's why such people like I'm against. I don't want to say I'm against them because I think they do some. I think they do some help with some certain situations. Like there's some. Uh, now they're using beta blockers, I guess, to take away the 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 norepinephrine and the epinephrine uh, effect that it has to kind of almost give you a sense as if you're calm, which is kind of crazy because beta blockers are usually for heart failure. But, yeah. you know, they use them for anxiety now. Uh, there's also like, you know, certain medicines that can give you like chemical and uh, that can balance out your chemicals because you might have a chemical imbalance. You know, I, I I get the science part of it, though, but like 
I think if people understood, like, you can't fix anxiety all the way. You got to, like, learn to cope with it. You got to do exercises. Like, I do so many exercises, dude, that hella help me right now to this day. You know, I just, like, once you realize that you can't fix it, you're going to be so much better. And that sounds crazy as fuck. Yeah, acceptance. It sounds really fucking crazy as fuck to say that out loud, but it's true, man. Like, once you realize, I can't fix this, but I can live with it and cope with it. Yeah, I think a lot of people would be so much better. Yeah, once you, once you, st- yeah, that, that's a good thing. That, that's how I kind of kept it at base. Once you realize, okay, this is not going to go away, so I need to figure out like my what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you, how yeah. to how to find a way to not be around your triggers to you know, yeah, and figure out like when you do feel that feeling of whatever it may be, you're just like, okay, this is happening. It's not going to go away, but this is normal, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. And then, like, what is it exactly that's going to help you get out of the funk? Because the longer you get in the funk, the more you're going to start fucking putting detriment to your own uh, health. Mm-hmm. And not just mental health, but your well-being. Like, you're going to start getting fat or you're going to start getting really fucking skinny. You're going to start fucking getting high blood pressure because of the shit that you're eating. You're going to start getting anemia because of not eating. I mean, you're going to fuck your shit up, dude. Like, you really are. Yeah, one way or the other. Yeah, one way or the other, you're going to fuck your shit up. And, it, like, it's difficult, but, you know, it's it's kind of a nightmare, dude, to deal with. But as long as you realize that, you know, there's – it's always going to be there and you just have to learn how to cope with it, then you're going to be fine. But there is a lot of exercises that you can do. I do I do plenty of them. Like, there's so many ones like I do. I still do to this day. Like, have, have you ever done the double the double inhale? No. I saw that one by Andrew Huberman. It's like actually a, pretty good. It's like a breathing technique. Yeah, it's like so you do I wish we had cameras, but we really we really need to like calm down your breathing or we we really need to get together on a Sunday and just try to figure it out. I'm yeah. going to buy a new phone. Um I need one. Me and too. once I buy a new phone, like we don't have an excuse anymore, dude. We have yeah. two different angles. I'm going to have yeah, cuz I'm going to get the 15 with that supposedly it's really good for podcast and that new one. Because I'm I'm due for I've been having haven't upgraded my phone in three years. Me either since 2020. I'm out of storage and my camera's broken too. Look, yeah. So I'm out of storage, so it's like it's a perfect excuse. It's not even an excuse. I'm out of storage. Like I'm trying to make these reels on my phone for my business, and it's like you're out of storage, bro. Like you can't keep recording. So I'm like, all right. Yeah. So we really need to fucking do that upgrade because we can we can we can like probably get more views because of how animated we are but so yeah so there's this double breath one that works Andrew Huberman does a lot of people think Andrew Huberman's a quack um I personally like what he says about anxiety and stuff but so you basically take like a deep breath and then right before you finish taking it you take another one and that one is supposed to like really fucking inhibit uh the senses that are going to calm you down so you take a deep breath and you take another one and everything gets expelled through your through your mouth but you have to like comp- you know have you ever done a pulmonary function test no okay when you do a pft a spirometry they make you fucking exhale every bit of oxygen in your body like all of it and that's what you have to do you have to release everything in the tank like it's just a like all the way almost till you can't breathe anymore and then you take another one but just calmly and you just breathe that's it um there's another technique too that i do that works really fucking good it looks stupid this one i do in bed and it's an exercise it's like you reps you know when you exercise you do reps same thing with anxiety you know exercises you're not gonna be good on them on the first try you gotta keep doing them Mm -hmm. and um 
you know, I have a bunch, bro. Like, uh, you know, I was, that's why it's crazy that some people say like, hey, anxiety, and then you don't fucking try to figure out how to fix it, you know? But it's like, there's one that I do and it's, you gotta do it a couple times at night. Like sometimes, bro, like your mind's crazy at night. You know what I mean? I'm sure you know how that is. Your mind oh, starts yeah. running. You start thinking about a scary horror movie and you're like, fuck, what the fuck's going on? This kind of dark in here, bro. What's that shadow? And then, uh, fuck, I ain't got no money. Fuck, what happens in a month? What happens in a year? What happens if three years from now I'm still in the same boat? You know, like you just start thinking all these crazy fucking things and then. It's mind racing. Yeah. It's like, fuck, I had 3000 calories today. Fuck, I was doing so good. The rent, the future, the past, the present. What the fuck? Dude, you just start going crazy. Yeah, you go you go off you just spiral, dude. Yeah. So like another one that I do that's really fucking useful and I hope people like listen to this shit and actually try them because they really work. It's like you tense everything up when you're laying down in bed. You can do it anywhere. You tense everything up really really tight 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 and you really scrunch like your face and your nose and you literally start you literally start relaxing every single part of your body but starting with your nose. And it starts with your nose and it just starts, you start really, you almost like, you have to really mentally practice for that. Then you start releasing everything from the nose to the sinuses, to the head, to the forehead, to the back of the head, to the neck, to the shoulders, to the biceps, to the elbows, to the hands, to the fingertips, to your stomach, to your pelvis, your thighs, your legs, and out through your toes. And you do that shit. I just got relaxed right now doing it. Because I'm so mentally trained for it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but you just like reps, bro. You got to keep repping. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep yeah, doing it. sets and reps. Yeah. And like eventually, bro, like you won't even remember when you fell asleep because you'll be so relaxed. I mean, there's there's that exercise. Uh, I know. Oh, the five fingers. The five fingers of, 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 of relief. I love doing that, bro. Whenever I'm like having palpitations or I'm freaking out. So you do your five fingers of relief. See how you start here from the from the from the from the base of the wrist, and you then you take a deep breath for as far as you can to the tip of your finger. So it's and then release all the way down, and you do that all around your fingers. So the outside, yeah, the outside of your finger is the inhale. The inside is the is is the exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale, all the way down, and that shit works, bro. Five of them, and that's just shit. Hell, it works. Yeah, next thing you know, you wake up. Yeah, Damn. I do that during the day sometimes when I'm taking a shit at work. <laughs> oh crap! <laughs> Literally, oh crap! For real, I do that shit when I'm just fucking like overwhelmed and I'm just thinking a bunch of shit and people fucking bothering me and. Uh, it's just like, but that's the thing, bro. It's like, you got to realize that especially like there's some people, bro, like who legitimately do not have like crippling anxiety. Cause there's a difference between everyday anxiety and crippling anxiety, which I think that that's a huge problem that kids don't understand. There's a big difference between crippling anxiety and everyday anxiety. Like we've said before that we will recycle, like going to an interview. You know, like that kind of shit. That's anxiety is yeah. letting you know you're alive, bro. You have to speak before the class for your presentation. That's normal. That's yeah. like, it's unless just... you're a great public speaker, that's normal. You're like, okay, maybe make sure I have to make sure my shirt looks good, my outfit looks good, make sure I don't trip when I'm walking up. That's normal. That's stuff you're like, because you're, you're anxious about it. But that's like, it's not that deep. 
You know, no. that's something that's actually situational that you know, something that you have control over. Right. You know, versus like you're saying something that's crippling where you just wake up and then as soon as you wake up, you already have that feeling, that that weight on your chest, that fucking knot in your throat. The, no. the stomach turns, you're like, oh, fuck, I have to deal with this shit this early today. Yeah. I've been there, dude, to where you're like, yeah, I, can't, I can't even work, but you have to, like, so you have to suck it up. You got rent, you got gas, you have insurance, you have all this, like, all right, let's see what happens. Yeah. And then once you start getting, you know, versed in it and you start realizing that, like I, like I've said for the fourth time, it's not going to go away. How do I cope with it? Cause that's really what it is. You know, it's the same thing almost as physical therapy. Sometimes some people who go to physical therapy want like, Oh fuck, I don't know. My shoulder hurts. I need to go to physical therapy and they, Oh, that shit didn't work. Well, fuck physical therapy. That shit didn't work. I need more. I need more physical therapy. No, you really fucking don't. Physical therapy is giving you the tools and the key to success to rehabilitate whatever part it is that you're hurt at. If your shoulders fucked, they're going to give you exercises that are going to strengthen your muscles in that area, specifically targeting the, the area of concern, so you don't have that much pain. That's what physical therapy is. Same fucking shit with fucking, yeah. with with with, the, with a therapist or a or counselor, mental health counselor, psychiatrist, psychologist. So a psychiatrist sometimes it depends which one you get. They're so trigger happy to give you medicine. Um, but if you get a good counselor, a good therapist, a good psychologist, you know it's they're giving you the tools to fix the area of concern. Mm-hmm. You know they're giving you the you know what you need to mitigate it. And that's it. Yeah, that's all they can. That's all they can do. It's like you're saying same thing. Like with like with a physical injury, there's some injuries where you're gonna have them the rest of your life. But all you could do is, like you said, learn ways to keep the pain at bay or to vary. That's like me with my back, dude. I know it's um, that shit's done. It's gonna hurt my whole life. So like you see me before I come here or after, I stretch twice a day, and as long as yeah. I'm stretching, it's pretty much. Like I'm ninety percent most of the time, but it like, but if I stop stretching for more than two three days, then my back comes in. I'm like, oh fuck! But that's my fault. The same thing, same thing, thing goes for therapy. You have to figure out what's gonna. I mean, for anxiety, you have to figure out once you realize, okay, this is not gonna go away. But how do I control this? How do I keep this at bay? You know, right? And that's just, and, that, and that's the thing, man. The like you said, the faster you realize it, the faster you're. You're gonna be okay with it. Like, yeah, it's just. But you know, the 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 more you keep reminding yourself, the more you keep battling with it, the more you keep sleeping, the more you keep posting, the more you keep dwelling. Like it's hard. I know it's hard, but like you have to take the initiative. Yeah, you know, you have to like you have moments of clarity. Sometimes you're not always in a manic state. You're just not. Or else you're a fifty-one fifty, bro. Like you're gonna be in the fucking. You're gonna Psych be. Board, in, yeah. yeah, you're gonna be in in the mental in the mental institution. Yeah. I think a big part of healing, best I can say, it is healing is acceptance. Yeah, and that goes for a lot of things. Not even just talking. It's acceptance. You have to accept it, and yeah. that's okay. Yeah, I think I think people have a hard time with it. Even people who are such huge advocates for it. Yeah, and this and like saying this all goes all the way back to the beginning of our conversation with the new generation is like they try to pinpoint the problems on something else, but it's like, bro, life came and hit you, accept it. That's what it is. It wasn't what you thought it was. Go to work, pay your taxes, go to school, whatever you got to do, but it's not, you know, you're an adult now. 
and it's probably gonna get worse. <laughs> like this is like you're fretting right now. Like the majority of these kids are fucking dropping at the first drop at the first sign of trouble. <laughs> like you're dropping at the first sign of trouble. Like that's man, yeah. let me tell you, bro. That's just the tip. Bro, I apologize. I don't even know how factual this is. I don't even want to say it because that shit will get us fucking canceled, I think. But, you know, I can't say it, bro. What is it in regards to? Like uh, ending yourself. You know, self, uh, self, uh, self-destructing. self Yeah, we're probably better off not. Nah, I probably better not. I'm not trying to get this good conversation nah. taken down. No. It's, it, yeah, you know. Self extermination is not an option, you know. It's it's just not, dude. Like that, like it's crazy, bro. Like that's it. Like you're just starting. Like this, this is not good. Like you're already there. Like fuck. I mean, yeah. I guess. I mean, it depends though. Like it, it never, it never counts. You know how you start is always how you finish. If you're so, not first, you're last. Yeah. It's never how you start. It's always how yeah, you but finish. you don't want to do that. Like they say, that is just that's a permanent solution to a temporary problem. That's true. And just the damage that you're inflicting on other people. Can't do it, dude. Nah, you really can't, man. You and that's the thing, bro. Like I just don't understand why, why it's become such a an easy outlet for for those. It's, it's yeah. It's kind of sad, dude. It's like you don't even know, bro. Like you have so much to live for. Like you're in a fucking, you're in a rut. Yeah, some people do get the shit end of the stick, bro. They really do, but it don't always have to be like that. No, it doesn't. Like it's just temporary, bro. Like you know, every every storm run runs out of rain. <laughs> it's true, bro. Every rose yeah. has a storm. Yeah. Every dark night turns in a day. <laughs> you know, it, it's true, dude. It, it, like that song says, every heartache will fade away. Every song, it's all, all these songs have like they talk about, you know, because it's all real it's stuff that we all go through. Like I'm saying, even these rappers, songwriters, they all they got all this money, whatever, whatever, or what have you. What they have? still go through it. You listen to the lyrics of songs, they don't just listen to the beat. I saw an interview with Tom Hanks um, and there was like a round table of uh, of famous people. It was Tom Hanks, Benicio Del Toro, Will Smith. uh, I think it was uh, Al Pacino and Martin Scorsese, I think. Just just a table of legends, including yeah. Will Smith. Will Smith is a legend. He's a little bitch, but you know he's a legend. With De Niro in there, I think so. I forgot. I don't know. It was like big fucking names though, mm-hmm. and uh, big wigs. Tom Hanks fucking goes. They asked him. There was like, what's one? There was a guy who was leading the the questions, and he goes, "What's one thing that you wish you would have learned at your young age when you were twenties?" And he goes. Well, he goes, there's a lot of things that I wish I would have learned, but the one thing I really wish I would have told myself is this too shall pass. I love that, bro. This too shall pass. Yeah. He goes, I wish I would have practiced that a lot, a lot more. This too shall pass. So I tell myself now this too shall pass. Granted, it's easier for them because they have money. Yeah. But sometimes there's things that, you know, money can't even fix. 
No. So it's just like, I wish I, I learned that now at 30. Fuck, man. I wish I would have learned that when I was, you know, I'm still young, you know, but I wish I would have learned that earlier. 16 or something. <sighs> this too shall pass. That's, I don't think we really, I don't think people really kind of put it into perspective as to what that means. Yeah. But it's just, it's, I, I think it correlates exactly and, with this, you know? Yeah. And you could use that for something small or something, something minor or something major. And it correlates to both. It does. And so I feel same. like it correlates more to the small things because that's what we usually end up tripping over. Yep. You know? At least for, I'm not going to lie for myself. Sometimes I'm like, I'll get caught up like tripping over something small and stressing. And then like when I look at it in hindsight, like a month or a week later, I'm like, what the fuck was I so mad about? Like, what was I tripping on that? Like, damn, I'm so fucking dumb. Yeah, I was crazy. Like my, um, my wife sent me this cool video and then it said, um, it said when next time you're thinking about you know, little things that don't matter, but you don't, but you can't, you can't differentiate if they matter or not in a hundred years go by so fast. He's like, eventually your kids are going to have kids and they'll talk about you for a little bit. And then their kids are going to have kids and you'll be forgotten. And then your kids will be forgotten. And then their kids will be forgotten. You know, we're only here for a blip of what seems to be a hundred years, which is a blip of a second in the universe's eyes. Yeah. And it's true. And it's just like. Put everything in a perspective for you. I know. But we look past those things. Like we really do. We look past those fucking things and we go, oh, no. But this is happening now. Like this is happening to me now. Like fuck 100 years from now. Like I'm miserable. It's like, (laughs) you know, I don't know. It's crazy shit. But anyways, there's a lot of exercises people could do. You know, and take your time with it. You know, it's like, of course, you can't realize it when you're in it. You can't see it when you're in it, bro. But, you know, the the more you listen to people and take the correct advice, you know, I'm not saying our advice is correct, but um, we're definitely not. We're definitely not putting out shit so people to feel miserable more every day and to embrace it because there's people who like take this anxiety shit and mental health shit and embrace it in the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And use it to their advantage in the sense of like, oh, don't fuck with me. I have mental health issues. I'm like, no, yeah. I can't go to work. I have mental health issues. Like, I can't deal with this right now. I have mental health issues. And it's like they use it as a fucking cop out and like as a like a tool. Yeah. And it becomes a dangerous pattern, bro. Mm-hmm. They just don't realize the the damage that they're doing to themselves and others. Yep. And then the 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 very the very damaging patterns they create amongst themselves in their everyday dealings, not just with family, but in their personal life as well. You start realizing that you start doing some shady shit without even knowing. And you're like, man, when you're fucking looking at yourself, six inches from the mirror, you start saying like, what the fuck, bro? What, what, why did I do that? Why am I doing this? Why have I been acting like this? And it's all part of a pattern that you created. Yep. Seriously. So, yeah, sometimes you realize it's too late. It's like, damn. But, yeah. But for those, you know, listening with anxiety and shit, this too shall pass. Just like, yeah. It's going to. But. It has to. Anyways. What's going on, bro, with the fucking alien shit? Because people are seeing these motherfuckers, bro. 
Everywhere. Everywhere. Like fireballs that go missing and all kinds of stuff. But the crazy thing is, and we've talked about it. Why don't people have footage? Like, obviously, that's the automatic argument. But it's like, why now? Like, why why is there so much reportings now? I don't even have an answer for that, too. But it seems like it's been trending lately. You think it's because of all the war and shit? Yeah. All the, the violence? With the whole Israel thing going on? Well, that and then Russia and Ukraine. Could be. They're just like, we got to stop these motherfuckers from hurting themselves. Or Yeah, let's go check out what these bozos got going on. Yeah, because a lot of people say, like like Neil deGrasse Tyson, I think, told uh, Joe Rogan. He's like, bro, we're not interesting. Like, why the fuck would we be interesting? You think that we're the Neil deGrasse Tyson. I think we give ourselves more credit than what we're actually do. He's like, you think aliens are that interested with us? And then Joe Rogan told him, he's like, I think they're absolutely fucking interested in us. Like, we literally kill people. Like, we have this currency system. Like, we create cars. We grew all these skyscrapers. We have the, we've nuked places. We've, we have the potential to end ourselves with a fucking nuke. We can go through nuclear. So we're fucking interesting as all hell. What are you talking about? And maybe, who knows? Then there's the simulation theory. If this is all really a simulation, what if what if the person who's in charge of the Earth simulation is like, hey, man, what the fuck? <laughs> you guys are starting to glitch. This isn't part of it. I don't yeah. know. There's so many interesting things. I don't theories. like this. We need a reboot. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, what if that's the reboot? Like, you just fucking throw an asteroid or something. They have a way of, like, destroying the planet. Like, what if they didn't like the dinosaurs or something? Like, this is fucking boring. Boom. Hey, but if you do this, if you do this, you're going to have to wait for the earth to stabilize. It's going to take a couple thousand years. That's fine. Fuck it. I'll go fuck over here with this. That'd be weird, dude. Dude, because there's trillions. And there's there's so many galaxies. Like, people don't realize, like, it's so crazy. You know, obviously, there's people who believe that space is fake, of course, but... It's which is fucking crazy to me. I think we've talked about that already, but it's just like to to say that there's nothing is so crazy. Say you don't know, it's better. But you know, it's it, it's it's a crazy thing. I do I believe in a simulation? No, I don't. No, you can't say there is nothing. I I I don't believe in a simulation. Do you? <sighs> I don't think so. I don't think so. It seems too far fetched. Yeah. Speaking of there is nothing. Have you ever seen that video? Which one? There is nothing. No. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen it. That's an old video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good one, dude. Especially on Halloween time. Oh, when she puts her face out in the soup. Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. That one doesn't. That one's kind of weird. Uh, but I think if we were kids. Oh yeah. But is it stop motion scary. or is it clay? It looks like stop motion, huh? Stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a fire in the window in the background, right? Yeah, the, the curtains are on fire. She's like at a kitchen table or something. Yeah. I guess that's not supposed to be scary, though. Was it supposed to be? I don't know, but if you look it up, like it's not, it wasn't meant to be a scary video. That's weird. She puts her head down in the fucking soup. There's like a meaning to it or something. Oh, it's is there? It's weird, dude. <laughs> yeah. There's that video. There's a bunch of scary videos. Remember Salad Fingers? That was a trip. Salad fingers? Oh, dude. 
That was a trip, dude. You've never seen Salad Fingers? No. Bro. I might have. Yeah. There's a lot of weird videos, dude. Like, there's nothing. Um, the I Feel Fantastic. Have you seen that one? No. The AI robot in the middle of the living room. What does that one do? I feel when Hey, hey, hey. You've never seen that? It's, a, seen, it's a random. you ever seen La Morsa, dude? Oh, yeah, dude. That one's fucking weird, too, huh? Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of weird videos, but the yeah, I don't know, man. Like the 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 whole the whole simulation thing's a trip, but it's starting to get a lot of fire. Yeah, I've seen that. What does it say it's about? Uh it says this took off before YouTube really became a thing, but it was a slight depth of the works of David Lynch. It says da 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 bunch of let's see, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What was that dude's intention? This is like a whole article, dude. Piece the woman out. looks eerily like a doll and mumbles something backwards as the camera pulls back and her head falls into a bowl. Right. And then the scene that flips back on itself with the woman rise, ra- raising her head again and repeating her line, which is now understandable. There is nothing. Which is the filmmaker making a statement about the afterlife. Oh. Okay. Well, that's not supposed to be eerie. That's what I'm Are saying. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that's very fucking scary. That dude didn't think that one through. But, yeah. Nah, I don't know, man. It'd be interesting. But, then, you know, the crazy thing is, is, like, I think we've talked about it, too. I keep saying that shit, but we've talked about so much shit. But I don't know. Like, what would you do, bro? Like, what would yourself in that scenario? What would you do if you saw aliens? What would be your first conversation with them? Fuck, if they came up to me and started talking to me? Or like anything, like if you just saw them standing there and you're just like, would you run from them? Would you go up to them? Hmm. I don't know, dude. That's a good question. I don't think I'd go up to them. No? No. <laughs> Why? It just depends. What if you're strapped? Like, do, they, do they look aggressive? How, do, how are they looking? Like, are they coming at me? What if they're standing there by their pod? Let's just say for fucking easier imagination sakes, let's say they have a pod. Let's say they have a space pod. Let's say they're pretty tall. Let's say they're about eight feet. God damn. They're pretty tall. The ones they've been saying that are... um, They've been saying that a lot of them are tiny. The tall whites? Yeah. Let's say that they're tall as fuck, lanky, and they're just standing there, like, you know, communicating amongst themselves, not talking, but like making hand gestures and pointing. (laughs) They don't look very aggressive, but they're just looking at you and then they're... And they look at their colleagues, and then they talk, and then they point again. But they're not doing anything. They just look lost. What do you do? I don't know, dude. I'm definitely not going up to them. That's weird, huh? Because I don't know. Like, I don't know. But what's your next move? What's your what's your starter move? You got to get the phone out. Take record it, huh? Record it, and then literally just record a short clip, a good clip. It's like really nice clip, 4K, 60 frames per second, and send it to all your contacts in case something happens. That's the thing. What I would do. That's that a good start. We have I'd good say. fucking video. But then what if they? What if they're like Joey and they don't want to be filmed? Well, I guess I'm dying. <laughs> and then they that's go. I gotta get that message. And then that's when they point at you like this when they have two fingers with huge circles at the end of their fingers. And then they and then they go and then they fucking and then your phone just fucking explodes. Now what? Now aggravated. But they don't do anything after. They just don't want to be recorded. What's your next move after that? We're just I'm just staring at them. I'm, I'm waiting on their move. I'm playing chess. 
<laughs> so your first that was their move. Okay, so they're that making their move. So they're making their way towards you. I'm fucking going inside my house, dude. Yeah, uh, I'm not trying to get near those things, dude. Okay, here's the here's here's the unpleasant part. I think I probably I think at the first sight I'm going back in my house. Fuck that. Here's the unpleasant part, and this is the part that I feel that movies get wrong. These motherfuckers. Okay, anybody. We have not seen anybody within that we can observe in our in our universe. So if any in our not our universe, excuse me, our galaxy. <coughs> so if there is any other life that makes it here, they have to be advanced. That's what people don't realize. They go, "Oh, wait, what if they're not smart?" Hey, dude, if they cross the vacuum of space to get here, unless they're eternal and they have and their body has no organs or anything. And and some or their body has no effect on the time tra- on the traveling then that's one thing. But if they made it here from another galaxy, bro, they're smart as fuck. They're way more advanced. Everything physically. Yeah, because they made it through the vacuum of space and, and found a way to manipulate the time dilation. That's, that's that. So they're advanced for sure. So what if going inside the house, bro, is not... I don't know. This is not going to do anything because if they can cross the vacuum of space, I don't think a wooden door is going to be... You know, it's like Charlie Sheen said in Scary Movie 3. He goes, I heard they can't open doors. Fucking Anthony Henderson. And then Charlie Sheen goes, they've mastered space flying, but they can't get through a wooden door. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's like if they made it here, they're advanced as fuck. But I don't know, bro. I think I think if... Uh, what would you do if you're just taking the trash out and you see them down over there in the riverbed? Nah, fuck. Well, I yeah, I mean, there's nothing else. I just get You're strapped. You're not going up to him for sure. I just get strapped and just look out my window, be all paranoid. Call the police and just be like, bro. They're going to think come. you're a tweaker, dude. No, fuck it. It's just be like, hey, bro, check this out. I'm fucking, I'm being very, I'm being very serious. We can do a fucking drug screen test, bro. Like, there's aliens in the fucking riverbed, dog. And I'm telling you this calmly. I'm trying not to freak out. Like... Shit's about to hit the fan, bro. They're probing. And they're probing something crazy. And it's and I ain't trying to fucking I don't want to go up to them because it's the first thing they see. I'm not gonna be a good representative of humanity. Just fucking get somebody down here. You know? And get some I don't think they'd believe you, dude. Think about it. If you work for the station and you're dispatching someone's like, Hey, some aliens down here, the first thing you're gonna think is like, All right, I've got someone to tie. Yeah, that's what I would think, dude. It's kind of messed up. That's what I mean. Do you have a phone? Excuse me. Do you have a phone? Give me your number. Facetime me. I will send you the video. I will. I will literally show you the clip that I'm. I will literally, I literally Facetime you, and you can. I'll zoom in so you can see what I'm talking about. Yeah. Get it on dispatch and fucking send a squad car. That's what I'm saying. You have to take. You have to find a way to take a video of them without them seeing you. Like a short five, ten second video, five second. That's really nice, and just send it out immediately to everyone. Because that way you get that out first. Because what if they don't have a language? Like, what if they speak through through their minds? So it's like, how do you go down there and tell them, "Hey, welcome to Earth." Like, what? <laughs> they're just looking at you like a dog. Yeah, like what the fuck? Well, what if they're real tiny, like how little, like. Like two feet. Like the ones Mexico presented? Yeah. 
Yeah, like, what if they're, like, that big? Like, what do you do? Like, what the fuck? And he's like, hey, brother, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird. I think that's everybody's natural reaction is to fight or flight. What if they're not even shaped like humans, though? Yeah. What if they're, like, huge? What if they have, like, four legs or something? What if they're, like, animals, like, huge animals? Yeah, or what if they're, like, those aliens from, like, uh... Halo. Huh. They got like weird heads and shit and like I feel like that's what it would be like where they have like tentacles. It's like evolved humans if that's what it is. I think Halo would be kind of close to what it would be like don't you think? Maybe. Like where they have those crazy fucking weapons. Oh dude. Shoot needles and kind of follow The you needler? Like, that gun was sick. Bro. The little fucking sword. Oh dude that'd be so crazy. It'd be kind of cool. Yeah but I think I think we're always so peddled by the idea that they want to destroy us because we're so violent. Who knows? Like, what if they come down here and then they're actually like pushovers and like we fucking just they're trying to teach us about like peace and shit and like how they don't understand why we pay for things. And, you know, what como dice el light encargo, dude, el male de tres colores. They come from fucking. A place where the river's like three three colors and they drink from it. Like, no, you can't drink from from the red portion of the sea. That water's contaminated. Like, only drink the yellow portion. Yeah. And like, just some crazy shit. I don't know. That's so crazy because the, the possibilities are endless because all we have are theories. You know, there's no proof. Hey, what color are they? Yeah. What if they just, what if they camouflage to their environment? Like, what if they get off and it's like sunny outside so they... I don't know. What color would they be? Like, do they have hair? You never see them with hair. Like, when people make rend- a rendering of them. Scales. What if they have scales or what if they have wings? A- what if they're made out of flowers or plants or something or water? Yeah, what if they have wings or some shit? What if they're, like, made out of an element? Like, what if they're, like, made out of fire or something? I know that sounds fucking stupid, but, like, how is that far-fetched? Like, we don't know anything about any of them. So it's like, the I don't know. It's fucking weird. Some it's crazy. So weird. Oh, their blood's like mercury or something. Yeah, some crazy ass shit. Or have you seen the movie Elemental? No. Have you seen it? Have you heard about it? No. Uh, it's a movie where there's like the elements or whatever. Like they're humans. So they're like actual people, like fire people, water people. So say, what if they're like that? It's not far fetched. It's like the. If space doesn't follow the laws of physics, then why should any other fucking living organism follow them in another galaxy? Yeah. We just need to get an alien, dude. Something. We need to find us, figure out a way to how to summon the aliens. Let's get them over here. Elon Musk. They say Elon Musk is an alien. What do you say? Sometimes it looks like he is. I don't know how fucking smart he is. Have you seen when he tries to explain propulsion to Joe Rogan? No. That shit is so fucking funny. He goes, he's like, he's like, so what you want to do is, I can't even imitate that fucking guy. He's so difficult to imitate. And you got this propulsion system and you automatically make sure that you're confident with these. And Joe Rogan's like, I'm way too stupid for this conversation. He literally told him, what? Yeah, man, that's kind of crazy. Uh, I don't know. What if it's like Independence Day? Have you seen Independence Day? Will Smith, yeah. Kind of. 
What if it's like that, bro? Fuck. Hell no. What if? What if ghosts are aliens? Ooh. What if what we think are ghosts are aliens? What if they're invisible? What if when we die, we become aliens? There's been a lot of trippy things about people. And by the way, my mom had this experience. She told me, okay, there's been a lot of people who report that when they die and get brought back to life, that they go through a tunnel. Mm Mm-hmm. And when they're going through this tunnel, whatever, the explanation for that is, yeah, when you're dying, your brain fucking is a lot of firing off a lot of neurons or whatever, trying to keep you alive. And that's why you start hallucinating. But why the same hallucination? Why? Yeah, it's weird. Why the same hallucination? There's been hundreds of people, thousands and thousands and millions of people who have reported going through a tunnel. Always. With a really bright light. With really bright lights. My mom said, bro, like the first, I don't know, when, when she got brought back to life um, and, and she said she went through a tunnel. Hers was more like religious towards the end. Like, and my mom wasn't religious. She started getting religious when she knew that, you know, she was going to die and her end was near. She kind of got more religious, but she was never a religious lady. But it was crazy because she said that she went through like a tunnel and she was seeing like stars everywhere. And like, it was really dark. She could see the outline of the tunnel, but there was a bunch of like stars everywhere. And then like, she said, she heard a very, very calming, relaxing voice. Tell her it's not, or not yet. And then she said, like, she saw a hand, like reach out to her and it had the stigmata. I don't know. That's kind of like, that's weird because a lot of people say the same that, thing. That's though. really like fairy tale, I guess, the end of it. But I don't know. I don't even know if the stigmata was part of it. Maybe I'm putting too much sauce on the tacos. But she did say that she heard a, t- a voice tell her not yet. And she did say she saw a hand. I think maybe the stigmata was another story that I had heard similar to hers. But the part that gets me is the tunnel with stars everywhere. That's interesting. Maybe we turn into aliens, bro. Another universe. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah. They, yeah, who knows? And they're just like kind of judging you at the moment. Like, do we need this person yet? Do we have a use for him yet? Or do we have a body for him yet? Oh, that's a good, that's a good theory. I've never thought of that. No, creo que todos los días regalan cuerpos, dude. That's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe they're like, check, hit the counting real quick. We got a body. (laughs) There's no body. Yeah, tell them to go back. It's like, it's like fucking, like we, we try to, we're, we're trying to make it sound funny, but it could be something like that, you know, like where they're just like, nah, they're not ready yet. This, he, he doesn't have the skills for this body or we need a, we need a carpenter up here right now. So, <laughs> you know, something like that, dude, you never know. Oh, I know. And that's just funny that you say that. Cause, cause what's it, what's interesting is, uh, that guy, dude, at I think cargo, bro. And I think Cargo, he does a video and he goes, he goes, pues una vez, because he, ta- he says that he's seen the aliens before. He goes, pues una vez, um, con mi papá el UA. He says that his dad is an alien and that his dad is an UA and that his dad was fucking gonna. The UA? Yeah. That his dad was gonna give him a body. He goes, mi papá, mi, mi papá el UA me va a dar un cuerpo, pero no estaba listo, pues no tenía la meca, no tenía la herramienta. Para poder, para poder, el cuerpo y, 
pues me dieron otro cuerpo que estaba todo chicharra. Yo dije, pues chingue su mal, no creo que todos los días regalan cuerpos. It's true though. But dude, he's, he's like, yo cuando, sí, yo viajé a la cuarta vertical, claro, sí. Yo viajé, bajé. El mar es de tres colores. El mar es de tres colores y está bien bonito para allá, güey. Allá no les gusta. No les gusta que les hagan tiradero. I know what you're talking about yeah. now. Y que o sea, no les gusta que le hagan tiradero. Allá no, no tienen genitales, güey. No, no tienen pene ni panocha. Y una vez me enamoré con uno y no sabía que, que era vato, güey. Me dijo, hey, ahí te encargo, soy vato. Dije, chingue, es un bar. <laughs> that guy's guy a trip, dude. Oh, fuck. But he says that he goes, cuando viajamos a la cuarta vertical, viajamos en esfera. Está buena esa madre, bro. That's crazy. A lot of people say the same thing, that they don't have genitals. Like, where does that theory come from? I don't know. Joe Rogan says that shit a lot, too, when he gets, like, all these fancy people on to talk about that shit. He says, well, he goes, it's crazy because we would have become so advanced that the use of genitals wouldn't be necessary. Yeah. See. Theo Vaughn talks about aliens a lot, too. I he, highly doubt that. People love fucking, I don't think we're ever going to lose them. No. <laughs> doubt that. If not, we'll just... uh We'll just put on Pound Town fucking everybody fucking <laughs> whatever it is that's trending at the time. Dude, that shit's fucking ridiculous. That song's so Yeah, dude, Theo Vaughn talks about them too. He's always talking about he, he says that aliens are always beefing with black people. Oh, I've seen that. I don't know where he gets that, but he always he's so adamant about that. He's so adamant about them beefing. I seen that shit. That was funny, bro. He always yeah, he does always say that. He goes, You ever heard of that? You was heard of what? But what they need to do, bro, like now, um, what they need to do um, is give a sliver of that alien, like fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson said. They need to give a fucking sliver to every country so they can do testing on it to see how it all correlates and if there's anything in common. But yeah, man, like in the spirit of Halloween... I know it's not Halloween yet, but we're in the months and we're coming up on it real fast. And the festival of sewing is up close. 19 days, dude. 19 days. The veils will be down. The witches. Oof. But in the spirit of Halloween, bro, it's crazy. This girl that was working with us, she, she, uh, today was her last day. She found a job closer to home and she was a really good person. She was a really, um, honest very hard worker just what what you see is what you get with that with her and she was like there was no drama around her she just went to work to work you know yeah and that's super dope but one time in the in the break room i was telling her you know like hey do you believe in ghosts and shit because i'm fucking sorry guys like i have i have these scary stories ready i just i need to record them i'll probably do it this weekend like i need to record them and just fucking upload them and shit but i'm trying to do it right You know, that's why. Any hooser. I was talking to her about it. And then I was like, what do you think? You think ghosts are real or what? And she goes, I personally think so. She's like, I, my dad died, you know, this, this last March. I was like, oh, fuck, I'm sorry. And she goes, no, it's fine. She was like, you know, he died in our living room. And like, he used to like really play with our dog. And he was always so happy when his music came on and stuff. 
and like we have like a ring set up in our house and even inside the house and stuff and like i've been getting like this weird video that i've been capturing and um it, it sets off the, the 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 recording or whatever and at first i thought it was a fly but i don't know it's just kind of weird bro she showed it to me it was a fucking straight up ghost globule you know like the orbs yeah but bro the way it floats bro I told her I was like, her name was Ellie, uh, Elizabeth. I was like, Ellie, you need to get this shit on EBC on something quick. Oh, like, you need to call fucking KPMR, Santa Maria, EBC on whatever it is and get this shit on there, bro. Like, bro, it's so trippy. Like, and then she was like, she, she, she's done some detective work. Like she even recorded a mosca to show the difference of what a bug looks like, mm-hmm. bro. That is a straight up fucking ghost globule, bro. It is a fucking straight up ghost globule, bro. The way it moves is like, bro, what the fuck is that? Ghost. And then I and then I was like, is there any windows? Like, is there any persianas or is there any like 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 blinds that are open that could have been a light from the outside, a car passing by? And then she like she like grabbed her camera and like twisted around and showed like that, dude. There's nothing that possibly could be that. And it's just like this perfect globule like this. And it moves like this. Like, like so perfect. And That's she's ridiculous. And she's and she's got like hella videos. It's a trip. Also, oh, it's more than once. Yeah. It's like a reoccurring thing. Yeah. Well, that would be kind of scary too. But then again, if she thinks it's her dad, it's not scary. It's kind of Yeah, the other day she said she felt so happy because I personally would have freaked, but she said that she, uh, the dad used to really pet their dog or whatever, like how pet their dog and shit. And that the other day she was petting the dog and she told, she, she spoke to the dog and she told the dog, she was like, Oh, I'm sorry that dad's not here anymore to play with you. And that the light started flickering. Oh, I don't know. And then she was like, oh, if that's you, dad, like, like the lights flicker again. They did again. And then she said, are you sure that's you? Just do it one more time so I can make sure. And they did again. Damn. That's intense, bro. I don't know how I'd react to that, dude. She said she didn't feel scared, though. I would think she'd start crying. She said she didn't get afraid. She said she felt relieved. That's true. Relieved. But the ghost globule thing was a trip, dude. I'd be scared, bro. I was, yeah, me too. Well, I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure I would, though. I'm a fucking pussy when it comes to that stuff. But I was like, bro, you need to get this shit on Univision. Like, this is fucking, like, hella intense. Like, when she showed him to me, I was like, okay. Una vez te la paso, like, whatever, bro. But she's got multiple. And this globule just floats so beautifully. I was like, a ver. Oh, let me see. And I was like trying to see if the video was sped up or slowed down. Nothing. And I have that ring shit. You can't slow it down. I don't. Well, mine you can't. No, you can't. I don't think she's going to take the time to download the video and edit and do all that just to try to impress someone at work either. No, she had a couple different ones too. Like, and she was like, here, I have another one. She showed me a couple, dude. Damn. I don't know, dude. That shit was a trip. But the reason why I call him Ghost Globules is because thanks to Ed Warren, um, Ed and Lorraine Warren were famous um, 
ghost hunters. As a matter of fact, they've made like the nun and the conjuring based off of their life, like their work. Um, and they and Ed, Ed Warren was a demonologist and he talks about ghost globules and what they are and blah, 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 blah. But it was a fucking trip, dude. Like it just looks so trippy to see, bro. Like I it, bet, man. Like it, you know, like you can see, like when somebody would edit something to make it look like a pier. Like nah, bro. It just comes in slowly, and then it stays, and then it goes, roop, like hella perfect. Like, so, just, I don't know. And and it like stays within sight on purpose. Yeah, at first, yeah, and then it goes around and it goes that way. How big is it? On the camera, it looked pretty big. It's like, like on the camera, I'd say probably the size of a plate, like a dinner plate. That's pretty big. Yeah, and then the it's cra- like a face, pretty much. It's not a face; it's just a globule. No, but like the size of someone's face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like an adult. On face. video, it looks that much, that big. And the crazy thing is, is that it's not. A sir, it's not like a circle. It's just that it has no pattern. It has like this weird, like jellyfish looking pattern. Weird, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, perfect. It's like a jellyfish pattern. You know how they have that like membrane looking stuff? Yeah. That's what it looks like, bro. It's so hard. I'm just trying to picture it in my head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you can pull up a picture. Uh, let's see. I know that. So it's pretty much an orb, was it, like they call them, right? Yeah, it's, it's pretty much the same shit. I just call them ghost globules because that's what fucking Ed Warren calls them. Yeah, because a lot of people get those in their pictures, right? When they take pictures. Yeah. That's kind of, that'd be, uh, yeah. Hopefully, like she said, hopefully it's her. Yeah, I've seen those. See, people used to get those in their pictures a lot. I feel like we used to get a lot of those in our old pictures. You need to go develop them at Walmart or whatever. You go pick up your pack of pictures developed, and you. I feel like a lot of them would get globules, but only at night. That's what it. Lo- that's what it looked like, bro. And it was just sitting there. At first, yeah, and then it starts moving. That that's right there. What it looked like. That's weird. Yeah. Oh fuck! I might have fucked up my mic. Did I fuck it up? No, thank God. Perfect. That right there, bro. Just like that. So that goes to score your theory. What if they're aliens? Could be, that's man. That's in space. Planetary nebula. <laughs> oh, that's fucking crazy, bro. It could be. It could be. We might be on to something, man. We might be on to something. Nah, but there's some, some scary stuff out there, dude. You believe in that orb stuff? I don't know if I do all the way, to be honest. Some people get them in videos, and it's hard to tell. Do you believe in haunted haunted places? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, right? Apparently, Pine Street Saloon's haunted here down in Paso Robles. Have you seen that? It was even, it's even on Netflix. Oh, is it really? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Didn't we talk about that? Not Pine Street, I don't think, did we? No, probably not. We might have. But Pine Street Saloon, I know, is supposedly haunted. There's like a whole Netflix series on it. Because Pine Street Saloon is one of the oldest buildings in in Paso. It's one of the oldest buildings in California. 
Yeah. It's from like the 1800s or something. It's old. Well, I believe like energy too. Like I believe a lot of the energy that that is expelled in a place, I think you probably see some shit and hear some shit for sure. Oh, yeah. That's got to be. Yeah, the Pine Street Saloon, you should you should see that Netflix special. I forgot what it's called. But it's definitely it's definitely a good one to show about. Because I think it used to be a brothel at one point, too. The Pine Street Saloon or something Oh, for like real? That. Some, something along oh, those lines. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. That's real interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, so the Pine Street Saloon is the oldest building in downtown Paso Robles. Oh, dude, it has to be there. Story tells that in the mid-1800s saw a raw Wild West section of town of downtown Pine Street where cattlemen drove herds into the town where cowboys partook of refreshments. That's where they'd go chill. Nah, that shit fucking has to be then. Especially that old. But what have you heard about that? I saw the little thing online and like something gets knocked over on video. All kinds of stuff. Pine Street. Let's look at Pine Street Saloon and Pastor Rolls. Pine Street Saloon. Pastor Rolls. There was, yeah, there was a, they did a whole thing on it. They even asked the workers and stuff, like if they've ever feel stuff and all, they all talked about certain things that they felt. See, here's on Ghost Adventures episode on Discovery. So it wasn't like no little like. Yeah, it was something big. Yeah. Ghost Adventures. Yeah. April 8th, 2022. Hauntings in history. They say the past Rebels Inn is also. Yeah, we've talked about that. A Paso Inn. And... Yeah, it's right here. You have understood. Yeah. That was some dark. Yeah, here we go. It was a cool location and it was great to see Craig jump in and actually call out a spot with some dark energy. They were later found out was a corner where someone hung themselves. Oh, in shit. That, and so they, these people didn't even know, you know. They just saw the dark energy or felt the dark energy. And in the... I wonder if just told me, yeah, someone hung themselves there. So that's kind of interesting there. That is. That's, well, that's grounds for that to happen. But it's so crazy. Like, everybody usually has a story. Like, it's so... like. Like, we've talked about this before, and I always use this example. Like, we went to Adelaide. What do you call that, bro? I don't know. Is that collective psycho- psychosis? Like, how the fuck do you explain that? Yeah, I don't think so. It's just real. Yeah. Well, it has to be. Yeah, even on IMB- IMBD, even gave it a score of 8.8. That episode is called Panic on Pine Street. Wow. 8.8 for IMBD is pretty damn good. The storyline is pretty much the team investigates poltergeist activity at a historic saloon in Paso Robles, California. The activity is so relentless that the staff and guests don't feel safe on the premises. Sack Baggins uh, suspects it may be the sole work of an entity called the Old Hag. Zach Baggins got on that shit, huh? Mm-hmm. Zach Baggins is no joke, dude. Zach Baggins is big. He's got a house in uh, in Vegas that you can go visit. Fuck that. I don't be going down there. They got real fucking haunted artifacts and shit. I didn't mess with that. I I don't know, man. It's like, even on the Smithsonian Magazine Historic Saloons. Really? Yeah. That's pretty intense, dude. If Zach Bagans got on it and it's on the Smithsonian, that's pretty credible, I'd say. 
That's scary, dude. Remember when we were kids and, and, and like, you remember that the vacuum in your house would go off sometimes? Yep. Why is that? I don't understand. But my grandma was still alive at that time. It's weird how to even, like, put that in a perspective or think of what it could be. And then sometimes I feel like when you're a kid and things like that happen, it gets discredited because you're a kid. Yeah. Nah, that's not what happens. It's your imagination. Some other kid probably turned it on or something. That's what they say, you know? Well, I remember when I spent the night there, I was so afraid. Because I had heard that story so many times that the that the vacuum had turned on a couple times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit's so loud too when you're sleeping and a vacuum turns on, dude. Did you did you witness that or no? I didn't know myself. So who was it? Kim and along Kevin. Yeah, but other people that stayed over too. I think happened to someone. <laughs> no, Do you imagine you just laying down and like in your room and then. The vacuum turns on, dude. That shit's probably so scary. And is it disconnected or is it connected? Yeah, when you turn the light on. Could you imagine the vacuum turns off so you get up and you turn the light on and the vacuum's not even connected? I'd be so mad. I'd be so mad. I'd be scared, bro. I think someone's in the house. Yeah. Like a person that's alive. Well, then it's not a ghost thing. Now it's like, I got to protect this motherfucking house. Yeah. But we be, believe in the Second Amendment. That'd be scarier, dude. Like, he's actually would be pissed. you like, fuck, dude, now there's someone in here? Like, fuck, man. It's fine, though. I thought I was being haunted. Second Amendment. This shit's real, bro. Like, someone's about to kill me. <laughs> Second Amendment. Yep. It's time to go. One of us is going to go. <laughs> Try the, my best best for it not to be me. But yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. I remember that shit and just kind of freaked me the fuck out. That was always very scary. But eh, we didn't really dive into the Halloween stuff too much, but I'd say it's a pretty good podcast overall, huh? I think so too, man. Halloween, like I said, like you said, Halloween's 19 days away. It's right around the corner. Yeah. But like I was telling you, I walked in, I feel like I go to these. Just around town, I don't feel the spirit yet. Maybe it's maybe we need one more week to feel the Halloween spirit. Like, I don't know. I think people can't afford it, bro. Obviously, when I come to your house, like you go all out, so here you could actually feel it. But like, yeah. I mean, we don't go too crazy at our house, but we have like you know cobwebs on the door and like spiders and things yeah. like that. Nothing crazy. But I feel like back then you'd go to like you go inside even like a, a convenience store and there'd be like a little ghost on a door, or, like little little subtle things, but like. Sl- just to put you in that little vibe of like, okay, yes, it's Halloween. But like, you f- you forget that it's right around. I've, at least for me, like, all the interactions I've had, like around houses and neighborhoods, I'm like, there ain't nothing going on. Nah, a lot of our neighbors didn't decorate, dude, but I just think people can't afford it. It's probably it, dude. I really think, like, I've been collecting all my, all the clowns that you see hanging out outside. They've been fucking been, I've had them for years, dude. I've been collecting. Like, I just, by one every year. Yeah, yeah, I just I just keep everything, dude. Like I actually have a uh like a 14 foot clown that I'm not even that's not even on outside. I, did you see that one last year? Like the big old like arch. A one? Like the big old arch? Yeah. The inflatable? Yeah, I have it blown him up because I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. But just like I have a lot of stuff that I just collected, dude. Or maybe you just put up like the week of. Yeah, I don't know. So I'm saying maybe people are maybe people are just holding out and waiting. I don't know. It was usually like it's already like what 
It's the already 12th. the fucking 12th, dude. Like maybe tomorrow. They're, maybe they're waiting for this weekend. We could be wrong. Hopefully, maybe this weekend they're busting everything out, taking the dust off the box. Well, you know what tomorrow is? Friday the 13th. Yeah, dude. The overlay of evil. Yeah, dude. It's going to tomorrow, dude. I don't know, bro. I probably shouldn't go to work. Damn, I got a lot of work tomorrow, too, man. That's just another day. It's just another day in Brooklyn, in Oakland, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Bitch. It's just another day in Oakland, bitch. my favorite word? Bitch. Why you got to say it like short? Bitch. Dude, too short, bro. What a fucking legend, dude. Boom. Boom, boom. You know what song it is? I'm playing just more. Yeah. He's got See, some- I made up my mind when I was 17. I ain't got no wet, no wet and ring. He always has some good samples on there, too. I'll be a like player good, for life. Good vocals. So where's my wife? Probably at the rehab, stuck on a pipe. Dude, that fool is a savage. So raw and so real with like his lyrics, huh? Yeah. Ain't no bitches like the ones I got. <laughs> dude. Too short, dude. Yeah. Too short, baby. Bitches coming up short when they're talking to too short. What does he say? Yeah. Don't stop rapping, my, my, my bitch. One time. <laughs> All the songs are good. What's the other one? The Dude, he has so many. Getting his... Fucking probably, I think is one of his best songs. I yeah, think. Those in the ghetto. That one. You think life is hard? Toe strapped and tow up cars. Mama's next door, getting high. Yeah, dude, all that shit's ghetto. fucking savage, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, he has so much songs, dude. Fucking too short, dude. Dude, I like that food. Like I've never heard a song from him that's like that bad. What's the other one? Blow job, Betty gon' do you up. <laughs> I've heard one that's bad, dude. She's the kind of girl to make your toes pop. <laughs> I've heard one by him that was well, no, actually it wasn't his part wasn't embarrassing. It was another person. They made us. He made a song with Legado Siete, dude. Oh my god. With Legado Siete, it was so cringy, bro. I like wanted to hide behind the pillow, and it wasn't even. I'm not even the one that made the song. Oh fuck! The song is. I mean, that's Snoop Dogg's fault because Snoop Dogg crossed over with who? Bandai MS, I think. That song's a banger, though. You like it? I love that song. Oh, God. That song's crazy, dude. Have you seen that thing with that thing charted? That was like a huge hit. That, like. But the Legado Siete, too short. Oh, my God. That's not what it. What is the Legado Siete? They're a little like. They're, 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 um, they're Chicano like us. Yeah, but this one's pretty bad, bro. She must it's called be Sexy Dancer. I'm not smoking. Too short, baby, coming straight from Oakland. Got it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, bro. It's cringy. Too short's part, not so much. (laughs) Are you joking, dude? Who is that? The Cabo Siete. Like I said, Dude. Uh, two shorts parts good, but. Legado Siete just took that shit to another level. It sounded like a joke. 
sound like something you see like on a sitcom. On a joke, yeah. Like a sitcom or like Family Guy. Like D12 when they did my salsa portion yeah. on fucking the, my band part. I'm not thinking I'm my salsa and I'm going to take off that underpants. These chicks don't even know the name of my band. They're all like they want a whole Dude, the end of that song when Eminem does a little Mexican part. Mm-hmm. I'm the leading room of them, my band, and they come that underpants. Ooh, my salsa. <laughs> <laughs> my salsa. He's probably stealing so much. My drugs. salsa, salsa, make everybody go dance and take the girls off that underpants. My salsa. <laughs> Dude, that shit was. That's what it sounded like. Holy fuck. He's on so much drugs when he was doing that album. Who, Eminem? Yeah. Probably, dude. What I'm like, at least singer in my band, dude. Everybody's got a fucking problem with me, dude. Then you take it away after the show. Do you remember when South Park made that, like, Spanish version, the song they had in Spanish, and it was like a J-Lo? Oh, dude. There's nothing those guys haven't done, Have you ever seen that one? No, I've never seen Taco, taco, burrito, burrito. <laughs> dude, those fools are fucking... No, those fools don't sleep on anything, bro. Dude, that one's funny dude they catch everything oh dude that fucking song on like i siete and two shorts sound like a joke fool uh, when i heard it, i was like okay i was like kind of excited i guess see what this is about i didn't think they were gonna try to sing in english you know yeah anyways we'll kind of lean more heavy on the we'll lean more heavy on the on the halloween shit next week um catch it up we'll stay tuned stay tuned guys we got some good shit we got some good shit coming up we'll tell some Um, good ghost stories i got i got some i got some that have to do with the winchester house and orbs following people home oh fuck not me in particular but someone very close to me (sighs) oh my god yeah i got some i got some i got some crazy stories i don't like talking i gotta sleep by myself boy like you know what i mean but yeah, we'll heavy we'll focus heavily on that Halloween shit next time. But until then, Joey Diaz would say stay black because that's the important thing to do, cocksuckers. <laughs> but you know how I go. That's all I got. All right. <laughs>